Hey, what's up everybody? Joe McCall, REI in your car. Hope you guys are doing well. It's a beautiful fall day today. Just went to the bank. This is, I've been going to the bank a lot lately. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some cool things I'm working on. Just wired a bunch of money to somebody for something that I can't talk about yet, so I won't. I'm excited about it. You'll be hearing me talk a lot about it in the next one or two months. Super excited about that. The, uh, I also sent a bunch of money to the IRS, which wasn't any fun at all. You know, we gotta do our civic duty. And we all should pay our fair taxes. Notice I emphasize the word fair. But, uh, yeah, it's no fun. It still sucks. But, so I'm leaving the bank heading on home. I wanted to talk to you about an idea I've been thinking about lately. And it's the this concept of building a business. Not a job, but building a business. And one of the things that has been challenging me is thinking of a business as an asset. I've always thought of, you know, equity in a house as an asset. Notice I didn't say I've always thought of a house as an asset. Because if you have a ton of debt on it, it's not really an asset. Kind of maybe is, but like, it's kind of not, right? If you don't make the mortgage payment, what's the bank going to do? They're going to say, that's not your asset. This is our asset. And uh, you better get your asset back in line and make this mortgage payment, or we're gonna or we're gonna push you out. We're gonna we're gonna knock you on your asset, right? Like, okay, stupid, sorry. But uh, you know, if uh, if you have cash flow and you're not over leveraged, yeah, you could consider part of the house that's not leveraged with debt as an asset, right? But what about a business as an asset? interesting concept. I'm not claiming to be the expert of all that because I'm trying to figure that out on my own and build that myself. Um, but an asset's a really, really powerful thing. And again, I've always thought assets as being maybe money in the bank or equity in a house, maybe uh, a business I have some ownership in, Another business, maybe that I've owned. But like, what about my own business? What I'm doing every day? I'm doing deals, by the way. In case some of you are wondering, because there's people out there that uh, it's I don't know. It's kind of discouraging. I've been doing some ads, Facebook ads lately for my book, which, by the way, you can get at wlobook.com. It's my wholesaling lease options book. So we're doing Facebook ads, and man, you wanna you wanna find some haters? Do some Facebook ads advertising a book, teaching some good stuff. And you will find tons of haters that, like, just love to hate. It's crazy. Like, I have to... I can't look at the comments on the Facebook page. Uh, so anyway, there's a lot of angry people out there, and it's frustrating and sad. And I pray for them. But, like, what a waste of a, of a valuable life that you got to be so hateful. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I've been, um, why did I say that? Well, I've, I've been talking about, okay, I was talking about building a, a business and uh, creating, thinking of your business as an asset. 
So how do you do that, right? We don't want another job. So many people, you know, it's like the entrepreneurs out there building these businesses, working 100 hours a week just so they don't have to work 40 hours a week in a job, right? You don't want to be that guy. I want a business that allows me to go home whenever I want, to not go into the office whenever I want. If I want to take an extra week of vacation, I can. That is not a job. That doesn't tie me down. That doesn't have to have me there to operate and run. And it's possible. It's not a pipe dream. It is very possible. I've done it lots of times. Ran my business. Oh, I remember why I went into that. Uh, Because I was talking about um, we're still doing deals. But uh, all these haters on Facebook don't think I'm doing deals. So whatever, but I do have a business. We're doing deals in St. Louis, doing deals in Birmingham, Alabama, starting to do deals in Pennsylvania and San Diego, lease option deals in Pennsylvania and San Diego. And um, one other place, I forget. Oh, a little bit of land in Colorado and Oregon. We just did a deal the other day, made a whopping $2,500 but it's a deal. I'll still take it. So I'm still doing deals, right? I've got a business that is doing deals. I also have a business in the education space where I'm teaching. I have coaching. I have marketing services, consulting, podcasting, stuff like that. So I've got several businesses. But I've not built a job for myself. And sometimes I feel like I have. But most of the time, you know, like yesterday was, not yesterday, the other day was Monday. I worked maybe two hours on Monday, got a haircut, farted, farted around most of the day. <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but it was cool, man. I wasn't like, I was in a job. I built a business. I've got a great team around me that does the work for me, right? Like I can literally be gone and I'm leaving tomorrow for four days. I'm going to Cincinnati for an event and um, guess what I have a team that can manage and run my business for me while I'm gone I'm still available by phone and text they can text me if there's an emergency I'll still be checking my slack every day but um, if I wanted to go to the beach I could still run my business from the beach I could run the business from Prague from a chateau in France from a vineyard in Italy I could still do deals from anywhere in the world, right? Which is crazy awesome. So how do you get there? I guess what I wanted to talk about was challenging your thinking about creating a business as an asset, not as a job. So how do you do that? If you want a business that can run without you, can run for you in spite of you, you need to think of a few things here. I want to challenge you with this. Number one, Create a vision for what you want your life to look like first and then design a business around that. So if you've got this kind of life where you want to be able to travel, go see the world, or you just want to work out of your backyard and go to Starbucks once in a while for a change of pace, then design the way you want your life to look like first and then build a business around that. Don't build a job. Build a business around your lifestyle, what you want to do. For me, I didn't want a big office. I don't want a big team overhead. Now that's changing. I do have a team, four or five people, but I don't have an office. Maybe I'll get one soon. I don't know. But as long as it doesn't affect my lifestyle, as long as I can still work wherever I want, do whatever I want, then I'm okay with that. I'm okay with growing my business, growing my team. If it doesn't conflict with my vision for my life, 
we wanted to be able to travel, see the world, and so we decided let's homeschool our kids. Let's have a house where we can have a separate office, separate from the house, which I, I have right now. I have a separate carriage house. So that's really cool. And it's just because we said, let's do this and let's design a business that will support that kind of life. And it's not as expensive as you might think. So how do you build a business that does that? I want to challenge you with three things. It's called Simple System Scale. And I borrowed this from my friend Rob Swanson. And the concept is is really cool. When you are building a business or components of your business, break things down into simple things and then build a system around that simple thing and then scale. So it's the order is really important. You can't scale if it's not simple and you don't have a system. You can't build a system if it's not simple. So the idea is if you want to do wholesaling or you want to do lease options, break down all the steps of doing those kinds of deals as a business into the simplest components that you can think of. For example, marketing. Well, marketing isn't simple yet. Let's break it down simpler even more. Direct mail to sellers. Okay, that's good. Break it down even more. Uh, yellow letters to evictions, to landlords who are going through an eviction. Great. That's a simple component of marketing. We can't break it down any simpler than that. Let's build a system around that. A system would be, all right, go to the court website every day, every week. Have a VA go in there, pull a list of all the evictions, and put the addresses and the names of the owners and plaintiffs, defendants and plaintiffs, in a spreadsheet. Go to the county website and get the address of the property owner. Um what else you know maybe put some information from zillow into the spreadsheet etc right then go to click to mail and create a letter or send the spreadsheet to your stay-at-home mom who does your yellow letters and that's the system right now you can scale that up you scale it up you do from one letter a day to to 50 letters a day to 100 letters a day to 100 letters a day in two markets, in three markets, in four markets, in 20 markets, then you can scale it, right? Maybe you can scale it into different types of deals instead of, you know, maybe, well, I don't know. But you get the idea of what I'm saying, right? Then you go to the next component of marketing. So under marketing, you might have five different channels or focuses on your marketing, right? And you do the simple system scale for each of those things. And then you go into maybe acquisitions, right? You build simple systems and scale them around the different components of your business. After acquisitions, maybe you've got dispositions. Maybe you've got, uh, you know, you, you want to hire a virtual closing transaction coordinator. And you don't have to come up with these things either. When you hire the right people, you can tell them, listen, I want you to be my virtual closing coordinator. I want you to create this simple system scale thing. Um, so create, make it super simple, build a system around it so that I can scale it. That's how you build a business that's an asset, not a job. I hope I'm making sense. I feel like I am, but it's, it's what you've got to do. When I was working, I had an acquisitions manager. This was 2012, 2013, so five, six years ago. I had an acquisitions manager. We were doing good. We were doing three to four deals a week, and it was great. 
but I was still working too hard, right? And I was still only netting after all of my expenses and time that I was putting into it, doing a lot of $5 an hour activity work, by the way, I was still only netting like 40, 50% of the deal, which was frustrating. And um, so then I asked myself, I made a list of all the things that you have to do in a wholesaling transaction. And I asked myself a simple question, how can I do none of this stuff? Started asking bigger questions. How can I do none of this? And it started me on this journey of figuring out, okay, who could do what? What can be outsourced? And who can do this and that? And who can do this and that? And I got a virtual assistant to do my, uh, my I got a local assistant rather to do my marketing, a, um, a virtual assistant to answer the phones and pre-screen the leads um, and manage Podio and the CRM. And I got a local wholesaler to help me work the leads and negotiate the deals and sell them. And we split the profits 50-50. So then I went from working a job in my business where I was still answering a lot of questions and putting out fires and going to the title company and going to the bank and wiring money and writing checks and all that hassle. That was a job. I went from there to having a business that allowed me to systemize it and automate it and get someone else to do all that stuff for me. So I was making a little less money, but I was working a lot less. And then we went and traveled for three months in an RV around the northwestern corner of the U.S. And then we went to Europe for three months. Uh, We don't have any, a lot of people ask me, by the way, do you have any big trips planned? Where, Where are you going next? And we don't have any big trips planned. <laughs> it's frustrating. Not frustrating. It's it's fun. Like, But as the older our kids get, the harder it gets to travel. So we're not like going around the world anymore. Because our kids have so many commitments. My goodness. Like we've got baseball and basketball, dance, gymnastics, swimming, music lessons, a uh, bunch of things at church. So it's... It's a crazy, hectic, fun life. But we are still planning going for a month to Colorado this spring or fall. I don't want to go in the summer because it'll be too busy with other tourists. Which, again, is why we chose the way we wanted to live our life, right? I I don't want to take vacations when everybody else is taking theirs. And then we're fighting the crowds and we're fighting high prices for hotels. and And campgrounds are all full or the ski lifts are too crowded. Like I want to go where there's not a, when there's not a lot of uh, tourists who are going on vacation when school's off or whatever. So, okay, cool. That's it. I'm just going to let you go now. Build a business, not a job. Build a business that's an asset that generates cash flow for you that doesn't require your involvement, where you can build simple systems and you can scale them by hiring virtual assistants or other people to do the stuff for you. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Hey, by the way, if you want my book and you don't want to be annoyed by my Facebook ads, in other words, if you want to buy my book and not see my Facebook ads, <laughs> go and uh, go to wlobook.com, wlobook.com. It's my book on how to wholesale these options. And I give a lot of good stuff in there. It's so cool. As I travel and speak, I get people telling me they read the book and it's amazing. It's awesome. I've never had anybody like tell me it's a stupid book or give. It's so like, okay, I'll stop talking about the haters. Um, Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye.